her when we do do that. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay, little intro oh. with the girls. We got... Oh, sorry, did you just crack your tits? tits? No, I did my hands. But Was it your, nose, your yeah. hands on your tits? Can you understand just how visually weird it looked that you went like this, like on your tits, and you're like they went... <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. Don't be suspicious. 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 Okay. Let's do a podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We're here. We're queer. How we're busy doing? Real hot girl shit. I'm Connor. And this is Real Hot Girl Pod, a podcast about embodying the hot girl attitude in a queer, inclusive space. Hopefully you've heard the earlier episodes and know what we're about, but let's do a quick recap. As hot girls in training, we are striving to unapologetically be ourselves and love ourselves. Why are we saying girl in 2023? Well, we are taking it back from the patriarchy as an all-gender term. Seasons change, so do cities. People come into your life and people go. But it's comforting to know that the ones you love are always in your heart. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! So Hi, Ryan. Hi. <laughs> so, obviously, we've called the episode Hot Girls and the Cities. We wanted to find a city-based Carrie Bradshaw quote. Mm. That was the best we could come up in terms of city. This is What, what one did you want to use Well, instead? the one that I really <laughs> wanted to get into was... Gay men understand what's important. Clothes, compliments, and cocks. <laughs> I just way prefer the, uh, what is it when she says, I revealed too much. I was emotionally slutty. <laughs> or what was the Northern Ireland one? Oh my God. So She's a like, divorce is like splitting up. It's like, yeah. Just like the events in Northern Ireland. Her walking down what, like Fifth Avenue. It was Avenue. something like, bad. Yeah, no, she was like, I had a fight with my friends. And she's like, maybe it's just like the war in Northern Ireland. We're the same, but we're on different sides. It's like, Carrie, no, you've gone too far, bitch. You've gone too far anyway hi right how are you doing we're feeling really, really good we have an extremely hot guest um on the show this week and full disclosure we recorded our bit with him and then we <laughs> went for two wines with him so we're a little bit giddy recording this Woo! Honestly, which is exciting <laughs> i'm having a great time honestly i think this is like a fucking golden recipe for podcasts and we've came in here like buzzing with energy now i will say like two, it was two wines over oh my god Three hours. Oh we're sitting God. there for three hours. We're actually chatting. Chatting. That's insane. Which wouldn't be like us. <laughs> <laughs> so, girls, you know, there's a housing crisis. There's a cosy lives. Obsessed with people causing, calling it that. I love that we had a full conversation the other day and you were like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, cosy lives, cosy living crisis. And you're like, Not oh, notion. yeah. But listen, you know, Irish people have a long tradition of emigrating, moving abroad. It's something that we've all done. So we wanted to... Do a little bit of a hot girls in the city guide to moving to a new place. Look, that's it, Claire. The Irish love a good shift, be that in the club or, you know, a shift in lifestyle and shaking those tail feathers across to a new country, new city. This They're is like this. me, mean truth format to the bright lights of Dublin. I love that. I like the lights. I like the music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm like a Dublin gal 
lived in Dublin pretty much my whole life. Um, I'm now currently a what my neighbours refer to as a dolce because what? I I'm a dolce, yeah, a dolcelette. I'm a dub living in, happily in the countryside. Oh, that's deadly. They oh mean it nicely. God. It's not like sagging or whatever. Um, but moved like fully have like just moved abroad and gone into countries where I haven't got a word of the language and you mm. have to just use your assets to get ahead <laughs> no like yeah so we're going to get into all of that and then we have a very hot girl our beautiful pal PJ Kirby is going to talk about his experience of going from Cork to London to Dublin and we've got him now we're not going to let him go honestly get out that aloe vera because it's going to be real hot you're going to get burnt hot or not so Connor what was hot and not for you this week oh my god Claire get out of here you ask me all these important questions well what was hot for me this week was a bit of everything. I mean, probably today was a very hot day for me. I woke up. I had a gorgeous little paddle around a pill. I had a very wholesome day, which has now turned to a wholesome evening. Um, I had a swim in a little pool after a gorgeous big race day down in Limerick. It was carnage, but I had a great time. And then I actually got to meet like the winner of Love Island, Ekin Sue, um, randomly. And better than that... Not only did I just meet her, but um, I put up a fun, fun little silly Instagram story um, thinking, yeah, who's going to see this? Tagged her in it. Do you know what she did, Claire? Did she share it? When I say it, there were 17 other million interviews she's been doing across Ireland today, but she decided to share the picture of me and Jess that was also there Look, doing I'm interviewing. Sorry, the double team of yourself and Jess, like how could she not be charmed and but swept off her feet? The better part is, I was out buying a coffee and I almost spilled How it. many views? Go on, show us. Oh, as what, of now. How of many what? How many it? mine has? Yeah. Or well, hers that, has? Well, oh, know. well, I can't check hers, but oh my God. To her audience of 3.2 million, oh. she decided to reshare for some reason, a picture of me, her and Jess with uh, my Lime Rick Queen with Dana's uh, rendition of Lady of Knock. Babe, did you just say Lime Rick Queen instead of Limerick? No, this is the whole crack that she's Oh, sorry, you were trying to get her to. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anybody who wasn't on the internet this week, uh, Ekansu is doing a bit of a tour around Ireland and uh, basically she was like, I'll be in Belfast, Dublin, Wexford and Lime Rick. Oh my god, she's so cute. Sorry, speaking of hot girls on tour, Stephen Byrne just messaged me he's back in Ireland. Oh my god, she was in the second. She's in the work as well. Well, Back in Dublin. Hi Gorge, I'm recording the pod with Connor right now. Say hi. Hi. Uh, Let us know what your plans are for the evening because we're going to be out of here in about 30 minutes. And sent. Yeah, so listen, you've had you've just had a very hot few days. I've had a very hot few days. And then, of course, having to spend the loveliest time, uh, well, evening, just with yourself and PJ. I think Aww. that warrants an extra hot day. Um, what about you, Claire? Well, no, what, did you have any knots? Don't be a cop out and go, I didn't have any knots. Really dig into your soul and think of like <laughs> something negative that happened. <laughs> You can't just be toxic positivity. You know, you have to have I a do. Balance. I get that. I get that. Um, I'm really going to be sorry. I had a really hot week. I got to meet up with friends. I got to shook. I, I don't know. I oh, any you, you had a disappointment down in Limerick, though, didn't you? What did I have a Something that was hyped up and you didn't think it lived up to the hype. Oh, fuck yeah, I did have a knot. Sorry. Um, No disregard to any of the Limerick hotties down there, but... I know this is like blasphemy because it's essentially like a secret male chicken hut. Not worth the hype. There I said it. 
However, apparently the gravy is what the hype is all about, and you didn't get the gravy. Okay, so yeah, okay, I kind of cocked up. Limerick hot girls, can you confirm? Because Connor was a little bit disappointed with Chicken Hut because it was hyped up to him so much. <laughs> Did he fall down by not ordering ordering the gravy, or is it just I don't gone know? Off the boil a bit, Look, maybe. I will say it was grand. The chicken was seasoned fine, but yeah, I came back in and I was like, "Look, I'm doing the full Limerick jo- show, the full yeah. Limerick experience." Show what I mean? Um, and it just wasn't on par with what I thought it would be. Can but I, I will, say, I will reserve all rights until I taste gravy. Do you know what's not overhyped? Go on, Limerick. It's Limerick bloody is bloody brilliant. What a know, great town! It, I describe it to people. It's kind of like that Galway vibe, except it's big. It's it like have it, all the tourists. Yeah, and, and it's like and sounds. it's actually like a city. Like Galway to me feels like a, like a little town, like a wee village. Limerick yeah. feels like the nice big version of it. Like if it's spread, it's like our side a bit more. <laughs> oh my god, I love Limerick. I really, really do. I'm it's so, so bored, just like going along the Plassey, going into town, just chatting. Like everyone's so nice. Oh my god, and I had some delicious pints down there as well. Oh my god, Tom Collins! I think that's what the bar was. Shout out to you! I seen that just signed up. The one that had a free toasty. Yeah, the I had you get the toasty. No, it was, it was too late. late. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> but yeah, that's been my hot not for a week. What about you, Claire? What's been hot not for you this week? Well, my friends, if you recall, on the last episode, I was trying to say that this extra hour in the evening <gasps> was going to cure all my problems, sort my life mm-hmm. out, everything was going to be the best. Guess what happened? Did you sort your life out? Yeah! <laughs> oh my God! The jobs that I've been putting off for months are done. I've got like all new blinds up oh. in my windows. I've got mm. sorted out all of my like clothes situation. Oh my God. I mean, that's not fully true. I, I did do the laundry eventually. Uh, haven't put it all away, but it's because I'm doing it properly. I'm yeah. going through drawer by drawer, rail by rail. I'm tidying. I'm clearing out. It's all of that kind of stuff. Um... Like honestly, Colin is pretty much officially yassified now. Honestly, I made cushion covers. Um, I've organized all the power supply, everything. Like it's all done. I that mean, extra hour just has given me a new lease of life, and that has been my hot week that I've just been. And I did some went to a couple of gorgeous events um, mm-hmm. as well. Like went down to the Elton John pop up in Kildare Village. That was really fun. Um, I went to my first straight Pride. <laughs> AKA the Ed Sheeran concerts <laughs> in Three Arena. Do you know what? No disrespect to Ed or to anyone. Like, he's obviously absolutely amazing at what mm. he does, but it's just not my particular kind of, you know, favorite type of music. But I got the invite. Keen DeCrow was supporting, who I absolutely oh, love. Gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fabulous man. Um, and I said, you know what? Let's try new things in 2023. I'm going to go along to it. Let's try it. And do you know what? It was actually so lovely. I was not expecting so many families oh really there was so many like little chislers like five and six year olds like i saw like there was like little boys and their dads on like a guy's night out it was re it was so wholesome it was so cute like you know it it was gorgeous (laughs) yeah then what about Um, music (laughs) no like that's no disrespect like he's like i said i can totally understand why he's so popular he's clearly incredible at what he does Mm. like fair play to anyone he's literally got a guitar and a loop pedal and he's standing on an arena stage commanding the presence yeah that's incredible but is it my exact favorite type of music no but that's that's on me it's just not for me i do piss now that this was like his intimate 
like show. Oh, literally, this was an understyle for him. He's normally stadium size. I know. But he said on the stage, he was saying, um, you know, he really just because his, this new album is a lot about grief and that sort of thing. And he's like, I just felt like I wanted to be closer to the audience when I was singing these new songs for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, but not us giving over like four to five minutes of time to Ed Sheeran on our queer podcast. <laughs> We're inclusive, if nothing else. Get out of here. Yeah, no, absolutely amazing show. And literally, like I love, and this is one of my favorite things about DJing as well. I love watching people enjoying themselves. Oh, my God, were that audience enjoying themselves. They had an absolute ball. That's so, real hot girl yeah, shit. Still, I hope that doesn't sound mean or snotty in any way like I'm just it's no. just not like my he's just it's just not my particular favourite type of music but totally see the appeal and fair bloody play to him like. and what about were there any knots this week any knots this week I will say that I did kind of overshoot the enthusiasm of the evening a little bit I don't know if I almost felt like a little bit jet lagged <laughs> because I felt I was so enthusiastic about doing things in the evening that I probably went to bed a little bit later than I had planned. Mm-hmm. So I felt a little bit tired. But honestly, like, not not that much of a knot. Like, okay. when I say, like, riding the wave of, um like, just the extra hour. It was, this week has been everything that I hoped for. Oh, my world. God, you've been surfing, bitch. Wow. This is definitely not a cult. So, Connor, mm-hmm. my little city boy. Hello. She loves the lights. She loves the music. <laughs> Talk to us now. You are, I, I feel like we've adopted you now. You're like a Dublin girl now. Oh my God. Never let anybody from up north hear that about Listen, me. Well, never let it. me live Look, it down. Let, just set the scene. Okay. So you're, okay. you're, you're a country boy. Mm-hmm. You're from the mean streets of Armagh. I talked to us about <laughs> where you're from. Is, are we talking village, town? How far away from like a big metropolis are you? And in your head. Mm-hmm. Is Dublin like the big shining metropolis uh-huh, lights that uh-huh. you always kind of knew that you'd venture to one day? So let me paint a picture. Armagh is the third smallest county in Ireland. I'm pretty sure like Cavan or something like one's like number one or something like that. And for, I don't know. What is the smallest I thought Cavan maybe was Carlo. really big though. Cavan's full of lakes. Or maybe Carlo massive, or something no? like that. I don't know. But like for like a city, I feel like maybe. Anyways. Arma is number three, apparently, on the list. Um, the only reason we actually get city credit is because we have two cathedrals. Because the Protestants stole one and then we decided to build a bigger. This is giving, <laughs> you know, the whole uh, Dundalk Drada thing. Yeah. And if you say to someone, Drada, oh, I don't know if that counts because there's Drada, it's in County Loud and County Meads. And if, yeah. you, if they go, if you try and say, I have a friend from Drada, and if you try and, like, if you throw that little cat among the pigeons, he, like, goes on a rant yeah. about, no, it is a city and here's why. But this is literally it. Like, also, one of the weirdest things I think we're like one of the only cities in Europe that don't have McDonald's in it that's like a odd fact that's kind of absurd <laughs> honestly like preserving like you know the uniqueness of yeah that. actually yeah. it's very random Um, but yeah it's not very big at all it is very country month vibe like you walk from one side of the city city in quotation marks it's literally like there's the two churches yeah. and then like a post office and a garage well, and like, ten pubs like, like it's yeah basically there's ten pubs and hairdressers <laughs> like that's what it's full of but very small and actually gorgeous very Georgian kind of style but basically everything outside of that like you text 10 minutes basically walk across the town and then everything outside that is countryside and then little suburbs and stuff like that if you get me yeah because I was going to say because I've never seen the town but I've seen out your backfield not a euphemism <laughs> just when we've been FaceTiming and stuff when you're up home and it's just like these lovely like rolling hills like very kind yeah, of yeah literally a five looking. minute drive from the city though oh, like okay, yeah gotcha. exactly but that's what I mean so I 
technically I'm quite close to town, but it's not really a town, and I'm in the countryside now. But like on a main road, not and, like ex- off the skirt. And dare and I ask, like, is there like a gay scene in the city of Armagh? Is uh, there like <laughs> um, nothing that I would is know there, of like, anyway? Street sixty six. Oh God, no, Jesus Christ, no. There's absolutely not. So no, yes. so you'd be going into Belfast if you wanted to go out. Yeah, from, yeah. Like, Basically, kind of if you're going, scene. if you're going for that kind of end, but um. I suppose Dublin, whenever I came down to it, I did envision it kind of like as the big, you know, the big smoke, the big city. Like Belfast yeah. was like, okay, I she's big, but she's like moderate. Like, you know, everybody that's sorry. Dublin was the one where I don't know a soul. And because it's that wee bit further removed, you feel like it's just a whole different vibe. And it is. It's kind of that nice thing where it's an hour and a half away, really door to door, but like completely different kind of culture. I mean, nobody's, bloody talking about like oh what religion are you like it's very different kind of mindset um and way more expensive <laughs> <laughs> yeah Jesus. but yeah um whenever i first moved down here it's very bright lights big city and then i was like wow people are looking like cool here those two men kissing street that's weird like literally it was very like shocked to system um and then an even bigger shock to system whenever i was like it's like maybe i want to also <laughs> kiss men in the streets well you said it claire yes um um, yeah, it was quite like the kind of culture shock um, and uh, monetary shock. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair, fair. Um, so you went from a little town, it's a quiet village, to mm-hmm. I want to be where the people, people are. are. Yes. Okay, amazing. I love it. And oh, could you understand everything we were saying when you first moved down? Yeah, everybody couldn't understand me, though. I don't think you have a thick accent, though. Oh, I think it's, like, softened a wee bit. Or maybe I'm more, like, trying to be a bit slower or pronunciated because um, the... But our friend the, Ronan, who's a dairy girl, was like, oh, is Connor from the north of... Yes! <laughs> he totally I actually, yeah, but this is a crack. So I get that from, like, up home, like, whether it be like, oh, you sound a bit more dub there, and I'm like, are you taking the piss? But then, whenever uh, the other half, whenever he uh, sees me, like, around, like, family, or, like, we ran into some people from the north whenever we're on holidays there as well, he was like, that came out thick and fast in you there. <laughs> That's the way, though. Like, so, was, so my granddad was from Kerry, mm-hmm. and, like, I didn't have a problem understanding anything that he could say. And I think I'm quite good with, like, accents as well, mm-hmm. and kind of picking up on what people are saying. But whenever his, like, if one of his brothers or sisters would ring up, or... If Auntie Peggy came to visit, <laughs> when I say couldn't understand, it sounds like a euphemism. But it just, I'm not like that. But it would be like just a thing, and it would get higher pitched. It would get faster, and then every third word was an error. So it'd be like error, should this error, should that error, should that error, this error, that error, should look at error. And I was like, I don't know what you're saying. Like I actually can't understand. I'd be like, Nana, can you understand what they're saying? She's like, absolutely not. When they get together, it just gets like, don't know what they're saying. Yeah. It's like a whole other language. I don't know. I used to think Arma was putting neutral accent until I literally was like pointed out some like someone literally turned around. And they're like, oh my god, whenever you have somebody else from the hometown around you, it goes like up ninety. But yeah, I mean, I moved down here, um, and again with everybody, it's. With coming, with moving comes kind of stress, excitement, sometimes like that. And like, really, you're just throwing chips all over the show. Um, basically, press and reset in your life as you try to plant new roots. I know that you've dealt with this before as well. You've, you know, set up in yourself in a lot different kind of territories. Yeah. So for me, um, so I worked straight straight out of college. Like I was, a, I was doing a very, uh, very, um, what's the word? 
sensible and uh, steady job kind of for life income guaranteed uh-huh. uh, I went to dance college oh, I was yeah. a performing arts girly <laughs> <laughs> so I was like pointing my toes and leaping um, while also you know kind of doing pirate radio on the side really wanting to work in radio so I ended up getting hired like straight out of college to work in radio and kind of steadily like that's what I did you mm-hmm. know it was working 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 loving it but like never did a J1 mm-hmm. never did a gap year gap never, did any, the gap year, never <laughs> did any of those kind of things so I would just be working I was working for um, not so much Phantom because like, we were such a small team we couldn't take time off really but for TX um, I would go hoard all my holiday days and then like work every bank holiday and every you know just to get all mm-hmm. the time in lieu and then would take maybe like three weeks off and spread it over the weekends. I was one of those girlies that like would get the most amount of time away for yeah. the least amount of you know days off and started going on adventures, but probably only in my late 20s. So I would like, go off to Southeast Asia, go to this place, go to that place and just bloody loved traveling. Mm-hmm. And while I like, loved the job that I was doing and loved being in Dublin and mm-hmm. having great friends and everything, I would always be like, where's my, where's my next adventure? Where's the... And I had one of those scratch maps. Oh, yeah. Pretty scratch off the country that you go to. And I got wind of this tiny little island off the coast of Honduras called Utila, which has brilliant diving and people go there because it's cheap to learn, mm-hmm. you know, really high standard of training, like really good conditions, everything. I was like, I'm going to move there one day. Or like, I don't know how, I don't know when, I'm going to move there. Bit of a skip and you know? jump from Dublin. Bit of a skip and a jump from <laughs> bloody anywhere. Let me tell you, it's extremely hard to get to. Um, so when TXFM was wrapping up in 2016 and I was made redundant, I said, you know what? It's now or never. And like really, really scary like to have like no job. Like mm. And I kind of had made peace with those. Like I'll never work in radio again. I'll never DJ again. Mm-hmm. But I will regret it for the rest of my life if I don't go away now. Mm-hmm. One way ticket to Honduras, please. Well, I did a one way ticket to Mexico City <laughs> um, to kind of, you know, start off mm. and go from there. So, yeah. So I kind of stayed there for a little while. Did like a bit of traveling. I went all across Mexico, fell in love. They thought I was going to be there for two weeks because obviously in your brain, you're like, oh, and I'll go here for a week. It's like, have you any idea how large the individual states in Mexico mm-hmm. are? You know, so I was there for a month or more, made my way down into Central America. And what do you know? I decided I'm tired of like packing and unpacking my bag every few days. I'm going to stop off somewhere. And what did I do? Got a bus, got another bus got another bus tried to get a boat it was cancelled got stuck somewhere because the wind was so bad tried to get another ferry anyway long story short eventually managed to get on a flight to San Pedro Sula in Honduras and then get myself on a bus and get myself on a ferry to Utila got an apartment moved in did my dive master train or not my dive master training I did my it was my what's the baby one that you do it's the open water and the advanced open water but like ends up just like it's such a good time there got a couple of DJ gigs there they were like hey you're DJ from outside you have like new tunes like come and play <laughs> like a few gigs um, so yeah so fully ended up and sometimes like when you wish for something it comes true mm-hmm. yeah so stayed there for a little while and then what did I do um, but that was very much a, you know, it was fine. Like you're kind of working on your Spanish because you have to, mm-hmm. you know, you've no choice. But then if you're meeting a lot, if there's a bit of a trail, you're meeting other English speakers, you know. So I kind of made my way down into South America, came home for a little bit. And then um, because, as you know, Connor, I love nothing more than persuading a load of people to come to a music festival. <laughs> So, oh, <laughs> <Right>, go on. <laughs> flew over to Tanzania. There was a group of, I think it was four of us. 
traveling around there like quite rural like up in the highlands and stuff absolutely gorgeous highly recommend it went to the music festival and then was like do you know what i'm sick of traveling around again packing and unpacking the bag and so i'm going to move somewhere mm-hmm. so i was looking around for dive master job you know mm-hmm. kind of internships i wanted a longer one i knew over master two dive. months pardon <laughs> master dive <laughs> master dive <laughs> um so i uh, i found one that was like a kind of they would teach you over three months and then you would work in the shop afterwards and it was in seychelles so i figure where the hell are you ever going to go to seychelles like if you go there on your honeymoon it's so spenny but they were offering sorry it was my phone case making noise they were offering um accommodation mm-hmm. And all of the training on the job and like you're getting under the water like two, three times a day and you're basically living in paradise. So that's what I did. Okay, so a bit of a bigger jump than me driving down the road. But similarly, I mean, there comes with this, you know, different kind, like everybody has a different stress, different experience. Yeah. Was there any kind of queer space <laughs> um, in these kind of areas i don't know like again completely off the map for me um so uh you you tell it yes uh, mm-hmm. very much uh, so um there was um actually i don't i don't want to be i don't want to be like i don't know if i'm outing people but yes there was a lot of there was a lot of queers there particularly working in the music scene yes at the bar that i uh was djing in on a thursday night it was a lesbian couple that ran mm-hmm. it um it's shout out danny and elsa love you hope everything is going Aww. great and then yeah like so there there certainly was and it was certainly like something that was completely fine and actually um they since moved on but on the way back i had to stay a couple of nights in a hostel it was a friend of um a friend that i'd met through the dive shop Stephen. hi Stephen, love you um he was like oh you have to stay in my pal's hostel you know because it's quite a dangerous city i think it has like the highest murder rate in <laughs> Maybe Central America, Cer- oh, yeah. Like, or, no, it might be in the world. Oh, for- yeah. <laughs> so it's very much like you know, like kind of high walls, closed yeah. doors. You have to get a taxi everywhere, and you have to make sure that it's your taxi driver. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, but we went to um this guy Sergey's hostel to stay in, and it became clear within like an hour of um being there that it was very much a safe haven. Okay, queers. Yeah. So it was like, oh, there's loads of people here. But there's only, you know, four rooms. I guess everyone's all staying here. And it was like, okay, this is like the the underground local Mm -hmm. queer hangout. And people are just coming here to have a beer, relax, be themselves Mm -hmm. and hang out with their mates. And it was it was gorgeous. Like it was really, really lovely. And so in that context, it was something that was very much behind closed doors. Yeah. Some places, other Seychelles. Um, It's a it's a very funny one. It's a matriarchal society. So, like, my friends would talk about my mom's house, my grandma's house. Mm-hmm. It would never be my dad's house. You know, this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, it's very much the women are in charge of, like, our, our like male friends. They wouldn't, like, spend any money without consulting with their girlfriends or with their moms or whoever was, like, the head of the house. But then everyone just, like, cheats on everybody as well. So, I'm like, <laughs> okay, go off. I'm not sure. But it was it was not something that was openly discussed as such. There. Okay. Yeah. But you're able to find these kind of like safe havens, I suppose, for me coming down from an area that didn't have anything like that to like a big city where, you know, queer, like, you know, the whole kind of like, I mean, we've got like gay bars down here, clubs, like even bloody, I mean, me moving down here, I found like 
the Nikhil Air coach, you know, like LGBT yeah. inclusive kind of like environments. It's very much in the open and it's kind of striving. But even whenever you're in areas where it's maybe not the most kind of prominent or, you know, maybe the most like advertised kind of like route, you were still able to find those kind of safe havens. Yeah, that's it. And I think it's, a, and you know, we, I, we'll get into the chat with PJ in a minute. There's a difference between the gays and the queers. I feel like the queers will like, it's almost like a spidey sense. You can like spot yourself in the world, but then you also have to like, so for Seychelles, for example, I feel like they were fine with queer women because mm-hmm. they were probably a bit like, go off, that's hot. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like if it was a man, they, it maybe wouldn't have been yes. so accepted. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, so even like it was a thing like we, so we made for like, because we were working there for a long time and there was a bunch of us, some that were working in the dive shops, some working on the marine research base. So we made friends with all these gorgeous um, locals but if we wanted to go to the club like the locals club like not the tourist one like we would have to walk in like our friend Romeo he would have me on one arm Carly on the other we'd walk into the club and he would literally like eyeball everyone and be like these are my sisters you keep like you know don't mm-hmm. fuck around with them like they're here with me kind of things so then the guys would be like okay you know but he had to say that yes. for us not to get jumped on as like tourists or whatever mm-hmm. yeah well I suppose this is kind of what we're discussing all about it's like Everybody in some part of their life is likely going to probably go from an area where maybe you're, you know, in a big city where, you know, there's lots of opportunities to, you know, maybe somewhere small or, or basically, you know, any any situation where you're operating your life and especially in the queer sphere, trying to find that newfound family yeah. and try to find those new kind of roots where you're settling back down without having to compromise essentially your yeah. own being. That's it's it. basically what we're kind of trying to, you know, discuss about and this is the kind of the way that hot girls can you know really find those areas in across the world everywhere because they're it. all everywhere hot girls exist in all shapes and they places. do and sometimes you do have to keep yourself safe like i've definitely been in places where you will straight up just be told like i remember like being in korea and someone saying to me oh no there's no gay people here i'm like okay mm-hmm. don't need to discuss that further with you but yeah. like I feel like I can talk to these people over yes. here and find out where the bar is, you know, this kind of thing. Um, so I don't know, like, what would you, do you have like any kind of words of advice for someone that's maybe going to be moving, like maybe they're wrapping up school or college at the start of the summer, mm-hmm. they'll be moving in September. Like, would you have any kind of tips or tricks apart from like, get a second job because cities are more expensive <laughs> than towns? <laughs> um, do you know what? I would say, if I, do you know what? If I had to speak to my younger self, um, that was like probably a little like scaredy cat that was like, fuck it, like, shut either strat. And again, I came from doing the uni thing as well, straight into a job, like, offered something else, got made redundant within like the first three months that I was down here, next thing, like, lockdown, but I got too stubborn to leave. And this was all before I, I was out, really, as well. Um, you never regret it. Um, I would say any kind of space that we're moving down to, if you have the, you know, passion and you feel like the need that you need to, you know, spread your wings a little bit further, I think that's something that, like, again, anybody that, I think it's insatiable until, if you're questioning where you should do it or not, you should always bloody give it a try or else you'll regret it. But then also, I mean, like, even if it doesn't go to plan, I mean, 
you can always just move home and move back. But 100%. you know what? You'll always be able to like look back and be like, look, well, at least I found out. Not to be all Carrie Bradshaw about it and try and do like a live, laugh, love quote, mm. but I firmly, firmly believe in no mistakes, only lessons. Yeah. So you, it's much better to try it and fuck it up than you to fuck like around not to find try out. it. <laughs> Literally fuck around and find out because otherwise you'll just be like, oh, what if, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I would add if you're, it, it, whether it's moving somewhere, um, and you're going to be in the one place for a while, or if you're going to be traveling around. Um, one thing that I would say is like when I told people I was going to Mexico City and I felt fully confident going there, um, I'd already been in touch with, um, you know, some like music producers and mm. bands and stuff from there that I'd kind of been in contact with the radio and stuff. And initially I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to like do loads of interviews and all. But mm. then when I got there, I was like, do you know what? Like my phone, I was, do you know what? Did my phone get robbed or did I throw it to one side because I was like, wow, this is one of the best tortas I've ever eaten. I was just mm-hmm. eating it and left it somewhere stupid. Probably the second one. Um, but I decided, no, I'm actually, I need a little bit of a break. I don't want to do any work. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is, you know, people kind of were like, oh, Mexico, it's so dangerous, this, that and the other. Like there was a German girl that I met over there and she wouldn't get on the subway because the German consulate website said that it was too dangerous this kind of shite and it's like do you know what people all over the world are the same okay they have the same worries the same hopes and dreams the same uh, everything you know they want to like go to work go home go meet their friends hang mm-hmm. out with their family uh, be good parents be good partners experience new things like it's all the same and at the end of the day like you might look different to someone you might speak a different language but you're always going to be able to find that human connection so like I've never I don't think there's anywhere in the world that I've ever gone. And I do like to go to some pretty off, you know, I went to Sudan by myself for a month and like just buzzed around in the desert with, you know, a bunch of people that like, there was very few English speakers in the gang. Like, um, and I think sometimes like, obviously there's a certain kind of level of, you have to be careful of mm-hmm. safety and stuff, but in general, like, don't, don't be afraid, like, because someone's telling you, oh, no, this is dangerous or this is whatever. Like, just go. Once you get there, you'd be like, oh, these are just regular people living regular lives. And you'll always find a way to communicate, whether it's through music or whether it's through kicking a ball around or whatever it is. Like, so. So would that be your advice? It. Just go for it. Just bloody go for it. Well, that's it. I mean, whether you're rooting up and planting down new roots somewhere else or you're just pissing about for a little bit and you've managed to just, you know, Check your tail feathers. We're all throwing shapes. Speaking of which. <laughs> oh, you cheesy bitch. <laughs> speaking of which, there's someone that would know everything about that. It's our extra hot guest this week, Mr. PJ Kirby. And he tells us all about how he moved from England to back here and everything I've learned in between for all the hot girls. <laughs> hot girls coming through so I guess we just start chatting and then yeah. the sooner we get done the sooner we can go get a glass of wine stunning <laughs> I love this is like right just down. like the worst interview prep being like as soon as we get this done we can get on the wine honestly Jesus. it's called the yeah. stick and carrot motivational yeah having a too. mutual goal is good <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we are so excited right now to have a real hot girl joining us, Miss PJ Kirby. Welcome to Real Hot Girl. Hello. Hello. Oh my God, I love being called a real hot girl. Oh, oh listen, it is so wonderful to have you here, uh, particularly now that you're a bona fide celebrity after being oh, on the Late shut Late Show oh. with your mum. <laughs> no, we did have such a laugh, lads. My mum was so cute. Was it your mum or Kevin's mum brought the plug board to the hotel? 
That was Kevin's mum. Oh my god, yeah. that's so cute. Yeah, like. hilarious, like hilarious, isn't it? Yeah, pe- that's peak mommy behaviour now. Definitely. Just in case, it's like, what could he possibly need? It's just, it was so caring. I was like, that's so lovely. Aww. Speaking of hot girls, my mum was giving the gift when she got to Dublin. She got the hair done, she got the spray tan done, she had the nails done. I was like, who is this woman stepping off the dark? She was looking stunning. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Just when you were talking on your 100th episode, she was like, oh, the researcher rang me and I was standing in the nip getting a spray tan done. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, like I was getting my bits done and I was like what bits that's not what it's called yeah. <laughs> iconic though yeah. like because you know she does have a she has a crush on Ryan like so I was like not you getting the bikini wax for Ryan Tuberty so look whatever makes you happy exactly you know she was feeling her hot girl oats and we love that for yeah, her that's where I get it from exactly I was thinking that I was like those boys did not lick their hot girl energy off the ground yeah the two moms unbelievable <laughs> um so i don't i don't think we need to do this but just in case for anybody who has not come across you no before, they, we do you know because i it's so funny because people's always like this is pj and i'm like no one knows who the fuck i am so we need to do it well, i'm pj go for it. <laughs> my name is pj i'm from cork i'm a multidisciplinary creative and um, i'm trying to figure out like a uh, less wanky term for that no own but, it but there's no other way to say it um, she does all the bits jack of all traits master of none um, I am from Cork obviously by my accent you can hear that but now I'm living in Dublin via London Okay, and you are one half of the incredible I'm Grandmom podcast yes. that just had its 100th episode. Just had a 100th milestone. I can't believe it. Me and Kevin have been doing I'm Grandmom for four years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's yeah. Like, like it's a toddler now. Like that's Yeah, like that. I know. <laughs> like now that. we're giving it a break for a few weeks where we'll get our, get our stuff together and then we'll go back in. Yeah. yeah, I love how you were like reiterating that you're like it's just a break. We're not finishing on the hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. We'll keep them guessing, you know. Yeah, <laughs> never let know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, how are you feeling post uh, dads on Twitter vibrating off their bar stools in anger at two queer people being on the late late that they hadn't heard of? It kind of. I kind of love it. Like, like, <laughs> the like, sass and the back know, chat that Kevin it, was giving. Yeah, them. you know you're like winning when you're getting trolled by the Middle Ireland girls, you know, on Twitter. <laughs> like, it was so funny as well because um, my favourite thing about it is that like everyone who listens to our podcast, we call them the girlies, right? Mm. And they're like ride or dies. They're so like, they have our back. So we'd go on Twitter and we'd be like, there was one being like, who even are they? Or like, being gay doesn't make you funny, which it does, by the way. Yeah, um, But, because <laughs> everyone has to deal with the trauma and the shame with humour, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it inherently makes you funny. So, um, but then we were just, we were like reading and being like, oh my God, we're kind of getting trolled. Then underneath all the tweets were like, who the fuck are you? Like all the people who listen to the podcast being like, being like, if they are funny, by the way, not just because they're gay. And I'm like, oh my God, I love them. I, but like, is that not just like peak, like the gays? Like it's like, if anybody comes for like Lana or Taylor, yeah. they come out the woodworks and they're vicious. I've once like <laughs> put together um, an interview um, for my day job and it was like little mix, but like I pulled kind of manufactured a little bit of um, a tease moment where they said something about like Jesse or something 
when I say with the nev- like source. terrifying. Yeah. Like I feel like that's where like <laughs> like whenever you get like kind of like group of people behind it, like I feel like that's what you're experiencing now, where you've just got like that. Anybody says anything wrong, it's like we're get, like you know what I mean. We're going after them with pitchforks. Yeah, no, I live, <laughs> but I hope it doesn't get to like Barb's level of stan culture because like Nikki's Barb's are like I'm terrified of them. Yeah, yeah, but I love them as well. I'm excited for us. So we're coming up on our what 25th episode. Oh, yeah. amazing! Got, like the rides. So we say high rides. I'm living. People have started saying high rides to us out in the wild. I got it on a work email yeah, the other day. Email, I was like, right. ah! I love so it. Good. So yeah, I'm excited for like when we get oh, those hate people will be defending us. Exactly. And isn't it lovely when you have that little community then? No, honestly yeah. it does. And it's like, it's so nice. And it's happened just a couple of times now that people have kind of said, I really love what you said about this. And I really love, and I love when you and Connor do this. And I want to hear more about this. And oh, I'm like, ah, I know. I We're it. living for the rides. I'm yes. slowly converting over my mom as well. She was like, yeah, like, I haven't really listened to too much of your other podcast. She's like, I kind of started and you were saying something about high rides. And I just wasn't sure what was going to happen next. <laughs> and then she came back to me and she's like, I was actually very good. She's have great chemistry. And I was like, there she goes. And so I can't wait till she starts using it now. But she'll have no idea. Like, how they're so like, she's cute. so innocent. She'll be like, fuck all the rides. What were they up to this week? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> so we're talking this week, PJ, about um, hot girls in the city. Mm. or specifically different cities. So we have all kind of had that thing where we've gone to a new place. Mm-hmm. You start off clean slate. And particularly as a queer person, it can be, you're kind of like, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> where, where are the girls? We need to go find them. Um, so talk us through. So you, how old were you when you were leaving Cork and heading over to London? So I moved to London when I was 20. Okay. Um, and I was still in the closet. So, right, yeah. Okay. So I moved to London when I was 20. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be this big professional dancer. Got there and I was like, oh my God, this is fab and I'm a big gay. Um, <laughs> so when I, I think I was turning 21 and I came out that year. Um, so it was a big like jump I came out I was living in the big city and then I was off to find my people um, but it was hard because like like especially like I, all my friends were straight and then like I was kind of afraid to like approach gay people mm-hmm. and then the gay, gay people I did approach just wanted to fuck me basically and that's obviously not me being big headed but there was just <laughs> I was just this cute little twink in London you know they were loving me so I was like no I don't want to have sex I just want to be friends yeah. and maybe a little bit of sex <laughs> yeah. you know so then uh, it was a few years and then I was like I obviously started making queer friends mm. um, but I really like properly started getting like a queer group of people when me and Kevin moved in together we started making queer friends in London and then we made it like a really nice queer group of people over there and then it was like a family Yeah, it, I always explain it as in like I found like my Irish because we were Irish abroad as well so I found like my Irish group kept me sane for like the first few years mm. um, and then when I f- finally felt more comfortable with myself as a queer person like um, I found my little queer family so I had these two little families together mm-hmm. over in London I loved it Oh, yeah. that's so nice so, and I was going to say what brought you back to Dublin then but we know what brought you to <laughs> Dublin <laughs> No it was a mixture so okay. like obviously I was long distance with my fella for six years and I it sounds ridiculous when I say six years but we didn't expect it to be that long but mm. we're both career driven girls you yes. know um, and it's the, it's the year of 
the age of the internet. So like we had our phones, we could mm-hmm. Skype. Skype, <laughs> what age am I? We could FaceTime. Oh my God, I'm so glad you said that. Sorry, because what do I say every time? Will I Skype you in? Yeah. And then everyone laughs at me and I don't know why I say it. Yeah, whatever our branding team Skype had, they need to give them a raise because everyone's saying Skype. I think it was when I was living abroad, I would Skype with my Nana because yeah. it was the cheapest mm. way because you're like, I was over in like East Africa, I was in yeah. South America, so I could have a big long chat with my Nana for like 12p. Yeah, I always say so. Even when we were on like Zoom and lockdown, I used to always go, come on, we Skype and PJ would be like, everyone's like, PJ. But it's like Zoom feels like your work kind of vibe, you know, for yeah. one, you're like, oh, I've got to Zoom into this meeting. Skype feels like the... Skype, meet family abroad. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like, I feel like we've been marketed so yeah. much more. Give that PR team a raise anyway. But basically, <laughs> so we were like doing long distance and then um, I was coming up to nine years in London and I was kind of like, yeah. it was kind of over London a bit, to be honest. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I kind of did what I came here to do. Like, I'm really happy now. Um, and then I moved in with Jose for two months in the third lockdown and I was like I was always like I'm not moving to Dublin I'm not moving because the Ireland I knew when I left was the Ireland of a closeted PJ like mm. I was in Ireland I was closeted I was living in Cork I, I wasn't living my best life and then I was in I was being this big big flaming homosexual in London like finding who I was being really confident and I'd get reminded when I come back home when I'm wearing like something outrageous on, on the bus like and the locals back home looking at me being like who's that I'd be like oh I can't move back to Ireland obviously yeah. but then I was living here in the third lockdown it was Jose and I was like oh my god Dublin's gorge I was like Ireland's after progressing so much people are so lovely it's way more queer friendly and then also I was like living with your partners actually lovely lads yeah. I'd recommend <laughs> it yeah. yeah and your dad's now yeah oh yeah I was just about to say are we I was like oh no I was like did he tell you got something to tell you the tests are in yeah oh my god sorry no that's a very big theme of the day so uh, Connor and I were in Budapest recently and I was there with he was on a romantic weekend I was there with my friend Connor with two ends his rival and (gasps) we were hung over in the baths and there's a lot of mating couples in the baths Mm. in Budapest and um, we were like oh my god let's move away let's move away let's move away and basically my period is late at the moment and everyone's roasting me being like you're gonna have a surprise Budapest like second <laughs> baby Brilliant. so you decide we're gonna co-parent it we're gonna call it a tail uh, regardless of gender <laughs> it's gonna be fab oh god <laughs> but sorry your are children we, are, are, are the news in is this a pregnancy reveal well I don't know we'll give it another couple of days okay we'll just see. Stress, but like, okay. yeah it's a, it, there might be like a miracle little Hungarian baby I just wanted for the name and Attila is so, such a strong name it's as good, well. oh it? that'd be iconic because for Hungarian Hungarians have a list of official names that they can name their kids, and that's oh. it. Yeah, so I think it tells for a boy, but I kind of like it for a girl as well. So. Yeah, and then if they if if they don't drag, it be, could be Attila the Hun, but like the H U N, you know? Yeah, Attila the Hun, and then like big hoop earrings vibes, you know? Yeah, amazing. But Love this. Sorry, but we, you have furry children. I do. I have two furry children. Um, we are gay, but we love the pussy. No, I don't. That's a, that's, I know that's a bore. That's like a really cheesy joke. But um, I say that to like, you know, if I was talking to like an older, like sassy woman, she loves that. Yeah. They love that. But uh, yeah, we got, we adopted two cats. They were abandoned in a Supermax drive through and then we adopted them and we were like oh my god we, we were meant to adopt one of them right and then um, the day we were adopting them they were like oh will you take his brother as well and sent us a picture and we were like well we're not horrible people of course we're going to take so them. thank you for blackmailing me emotionally but apparently having two kittens is better than one anyway because they keep each other company yeah. and now say alert and happy if you're listening girls 
Dad loves you. Oh, <laughs> so cute. That they're cuddled up into this episode. No, honestly. they're at home shaking me down. Like, I, I, so I bring them to the vets. No one tells you how cheap, how expensive it is to have Please kittens. tell me you have them insured, though. Yeah, so okay, no. Uh, do we? No, we do. Yeah. So Jose insured them. I have, like, pet coverage for them or whatever. But then uh, I have one of their pee tested today. <laughs> 50 euro to get the pee tested and I'm like Jesus Christ see we have such like we're, we're like a cat family back at home like not like intentionally we've just collected them over the years because uh, they keep turning up because our ones keep feeding them but like I, it's so your family robs cats continue well, yeah 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 well no they just keep flooding in because our like mum and dad are like putting so much food but just recently as well we have this one called the badger cat uh, that like has just came around like, every time I come back there's a new cat mm. um, and they're like it's the same thing it's like no like we can't be taking this one whatever like this because they're like look like do you know what I mean? We're not taking anymore in. And then next thing she sent in, mum today, like sent in the whole, yeah, so got all the things done. And I was like, how can you afford to keep feeding? Like, uh-huh. I was like, I feel like the more of us that move out, the more cats that they adopt in. Like. I'm fully much a cat convert. The first time ever, it was my first time ever having cats and I'm very much converted. Can we talk about how your fella is a cat repeller or <laughs> will he go mad? Oh, tell me now. So he basically has had a number of experiences like trying to like at home like they'd get a cat, then run away or stuff Aww. like that. But like happened multiple times. Me and the other hand cannot get rid of them. We literally went to Amphibsford. There's like a cat rescue kind of place yeah, yeah, yeah. for a cafe, right? So we went in. He was like, oh, like it'll be really good crack. First of all, extortionate, but like that's a whole other thing. Went in. He um sitting there trying to get all these cats attention. One given the like time of day and they're all over here oh they love me and then whenever in Budapest again we went to a cat cafe now to be fair these ones were like sedated but again he was like just he's like desperate for like there's like these cats oh, and, I'm, like, no. and I'm like we're running around the world I just need to bring them up the road like I swear to god our ones are like ridiculous no but what if what if he tries to meet badger cat and badger cat's like absolutely not <gasps> oh. get away from you know I kind of love it and like being ghosted by a fella you'll be great you're like whatever but being ghosted by cats like that's I even know. the next level might be maybe they can just smell the bang of wands off him. Yeah, he needs, to, he needs to play hard you're, to get. Yeah, you're Mr. Gemini over here. You're yeah, just, yeah whatever. he needs to play hard to get. It must be something to do with the pheromones or something. I don't know. Someone needs to do a study. <laughs> yeah, maybe we need to get our piss tested or something like yeah. that as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, start saving now, babe. <laughs> That's it, exactly. Um, so, all in all, um, do you think you're settled now? Do you think you're a Dublin girly now? Mm. Or, well, you don't want to say that on record because Cork will come for you. Oh, no, I'm, sli- I'm sleeping. <laughs> and as well, Cork is getting way better as well. Like, because even now that I go down, I'm living for the queer nights that are popping up in Cork and like people walking around the streets and I'm like, oh my God, where were you when I was going up? You're kind of surfing. Um, <laughs> but I love Dublin. I love it so yeah. much. Obviously, so expensive, cost of living, all that. But that's the same in London as well. Um, but in general, culture wise, the queer culture here is gorgeous and I love everyone who I've met since I've been back because it's small. It's a smaller city. Obviously, the the queer culture in London when I was there, it felt small as well. Because obviously, no matter what like subgroup you're in in society, like it feels you, everyone knows everyone. You know, yeah. like all the gays know each other in London as well. Um, but here, I feel like everyone's just like so much more friendly <laughs> and like because as well I like, go to like gay bars in London and they're all trying to be like they're very the whitey gays you know yeah. Cro- oh, like, like they're, the they're muscle yeah Clapham gays yeah. like vibes whereas like here I feel like it's it's a bit more queer you know what I mean yeah and there's a very mo- I think there is a big difference between gays and queers you know yeah, for it's, sure. it's subtle but they're 
There is. <laughs> no, I would fully, I, I totally understand. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that for yeah. sure. Yeah. Some, I feel queers are more uh, caring. You say what? Sorry? Queers are more caring. Yeah. 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 I think so. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, lo- I love Dublin and um, I, I'll definitely say here a good bit. Like, I, I'm here now just over a year um, and still living my whole day. Like, I'm, I'm engaged. I'm engaged now. I know. So, yeah. Uh, we have the cats. We're get, I, I'm. I just turned thirty. I was like. I was like. What's my life? I woke up today and I was checking on my kombucha. I was like, Who am I? Oh my god! So then I was like having a panic attack and I was like, I need to go to a rave tonight or something. You know, oh to like god. balance it out. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. She's got yeah. her life together. Yeah, no, I don't. It's all. It's all just. I just like a bit of wholesome to balance out the chaos. You know, yin yeah. and yang. I a hot agree. girl needs self care as well. Oh. Self Claire. Oh, <laughs> I'm living. So that should be a series on your socials. Oh my god! <laughs> on a Sunday, let's That's go exactly do some. That's exactly what I need. Another project. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Self Claire coming soon. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Can we get that sponsored? Write that down. Oh my god! And I suppose as well from you kind of doing the big jump from I mean sit, country to city to back home again, like. For, I suppose, any hot girls out there that be, like, a big fan of yourself and, like, are obviously being like, look, she's got herself in some fucking deadly setup now, engaged, <laughs> got the cats on the prowl. Like, what would you, like, would you give any advice to, say, anybody that has came from, like, you know, the country munch lifestyle, like me, like, from the main streets of Armagh to the bright sides of Dublin? I feel like there's, do you have any kind of advice that you give to anybody out there that's, like, a hot girl, maybe... Wondering about, you know, taking the big leap or moving to somewhere where there is possibly more of a queer community. Yeah, I always say to people, like, um, don't put too much pressure on yourself uh, when you move to a big city. Because, like, when you take yourself out of your hometown and move to a big city, that's a huge step, right? Mm. So when you get there, don't, like, panic if it's not, like, amazing. Especially, like, I took, I'd say, about two and a half to three years to settle into mm. London um, and it was and I didn't I, it really throws you because you take yourself out of being like the big fish in the small pond and then you're in this big fucking ocean <laughs> um, so like it t- give yourself time to acc- acclimatise you know um, and if it's not solving you just move on to the next thing I think pe- a lot of people would move somewhere and if they don't like it would be like I can't move back home or I can't say I'm having a bad time because like that's me failing it's mm. not you failing you just move somewhere and you didn't like it so or you move somewhere and you're struggling to get on your feet so a problem shared is a problem halved oh. I know it's cliche but it's, it is like uh, so if you're having a bad time just tell your friends and try and find those groups that like um, are not just the party groups that's my main thing it's like so when you go to a new city uh, and you're trying to find your community try and do stuff like where you meet up for coffees or you can go out and have a laugh and go to parties and, mm. and like because I do think clubbing is obviously a culture in itself mm-hmm. but you do need that group in the daytime that will then go for lunch with you or like you sit down and have a cup of tea when you're feeling stressed you know what yeah. I mean or like a dance class or something like yeah, that yeah or like I a really know. really cool dance class <laughs> that's on every Saturday and yeah. if you trust studios not to sound oh like cliche or anything as well but <laughs> that's also my show you were absolutely I could see him vibrating when you said the word cliche I was like he's going to do it I'm um, like god it segues so well <laughs> so yes the one man show it is, uh, is are all the dates sold out now or so I just we released new dates so Cork is, has a new show added um, there's a new show added in London and then there's I think there's uh, Vicar Street is like 90% full now which is giving me hives I'm so <laughs> nervous that's, I'm up to 90 um, so that's there's like I think there's something like 100 tickets left for Vicar Street so snap them up if you're listening yeah. I want to see all the rights in the audience <laughs> absolutely now what do you think about Beyonce's 
homophobic statement having her Edinburgh show the same night as your Vicar Street show. So you see, go. I'm glad I'm glad that <laughs> we're talking about it. I'm glad that we brought it up because Beyonce has been jealous of me since day dot, right? She's been coming for my gig ever since I started making and climbing the social ladder and she's yeah. always trying to put me down. Everyone's like, Queen Bee this, she's amazing. Mm. No one talks about how much of a backstabbing bitch she is. Yeah. She's not supporting her friends and she's putting her show on the same weekend as me. I know. Absolute weapon. Also, I'm being homophobic as well, though, because my London show is um, the same weekend as Eurovision. Ooh. Or you could say that Eurovision is trying to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Beyonce and Eurovision you. has teamed up <laughs> to stomp out an independent artist. If you're going to come for the Queen, better not miss. <laughs> no, still happy. We might have to take a little road trip down to Cork. No, oh, just a couple. Show. Yeah, it'd be Dude. fine. One, one be like us. So plug, plug, plug. Apart from the show, uh, what is coming up? What do you want to tell the hot girls about? So we're doing the my show cliche. You just find out my Instagram is coming up. Uh, one man show um, about how if my if they were to make a film about my life in my 20s it would be really shit and predictable and I'd pitch <laughs> it to the audience so that'd be fun so come to that if you can and then if you fancy a hot girl buggy if you're into your hot girl fitness um, I do a class called Throwing Shapes uh, every Saturday in Liffey Trust Studios uh, and if you follow We Are Throwing Shapes on Instagram that's where you get all the details and that's fun because we do like struts across the floor we do like dance routines but it's open to all levels so I have people coming who never dance in their lives and they're like oh my god we have the best laugh ever here and it's after creating like this little group of people when uh, like a community that I, I didn't expect it to happen but like they're all everyone's like meeting up and going out together Aww. and like they, they leave class and they all go for coffees and it's gorgeous because I make yeah I was just going to say I forgot any invites <laughs> yeah Jesus God is there a separate group <laughs> I need to come <laughs> <laughs> sorry we're, so, we're, we, we hide so you've, you. you've been to PJ's class I've been yeah. with Jose's you, yeah because you were there with, the one week you could make it Jose was teaching oh my yeah. god he's an amazing teacher I know also. he loves so yeah, much. so good. Because that's how we fell in love with him. Because I came into a dance, um, I came into, we went to a dance intensive together, and I came in, and the lights were low, hitting him just right, and he was dancing, and I was like, oh my god, who is this? Who is this right. absolute right? <laughs> and she got the ring, girl. So if you believe, if you try and try hard enough, you'll you'll get there. Fantastic. Sorry, I cut you off there. I suppose if people just follow you, follow at PJ Kirby. Yeah, all your bits. I'm Grandma. I'm coming back soon. I'm, yeah, bit. so we're only we're only taking a tiny break, and then we'll be back um, doing episodes. And, and Grandma is going to go on tour at the end of summer. So keep Ooh. your eyes out for that. Beyonce, just watch your house. Yeah, Beyonce, nice. don't you dare put on another tour. <laughs> PJ Kirby, you are officially a real hot girl. Thank oh, you so much. I need to get some merch. Do you have merch yet? Oh, we're working on it. We're okay. working on Give us a it. Yeah. Thanks, the t-shirt. <laughs> I will do for sure. Um, that'll be a good one actually yeah we give the, the guests an official Real Hot Girl t-shirt oh, yeah. we can discuss it anyway thank you so much <laughs> let's go get a glass of wine oh stunning okay. Real Hot Girl shit what an extra hot girl oh goodness, honestly, honestly thank you so much. so much and we weren't just saying it like now that like PJ is not here we can honestly tell you we weren't lying. Those throwing shapes dance classes are so much fun. You don't need to be embarrassed if you've never danced before or if you're like basically, you know, dancing rings around everyone else. It's just, it's the fun and it's the camaraderie and it's so much crack. So yeah. we need to book in for one actually. I know. It's been a while. I Maybe know. we can do that next week. And we haven't done one together. Oh my God. We'll be unstoppable. Well, maybe that brings <laughs> us on to the next part, Claire, which uh, possibly is, what was your homework last week and did you do it, Claire? Well, if you recall, Connor, my homework was to get my house in order, but it was a merif- metaphorical house in order. Mm-hmm. So I was going to use the extra hour 
to get everything done that I wanted to do with the caveat that I wasn't going to do my usual thing of making a big, huge, unachievable mm-hmm. to-do list. I was going to break it down in chunks. Chunks. Yeah, because as I was saying last week, I'm a hot girl guide to spring. I spend all winter going, oh, if only I had a day to do X, Y, Z. But I've got a chunk every evening. Look, real hot girls, they cry over chomps, but they excel with chunks. Oh, yes. I love that for us. <laughs> um, yeah, so I did it. Like, I don't want to, like, brag, but I booked, booked my Beyonce flights. I cooked myself a meal. Um, I, like, I still haven't done my tax returns. But, and I still haven't taken the broccoli out of the fridge. Full disclosure. She's still in there in her plastic wrapping. And I did take her out the day after recording and go, oh, yeah, that's starting to go a little furry. And then just put her back in. I don't know why. Oh, my I God. Is she it. going an afro now? A little bit, yeah. But I did. No, I like. I fully like. I've been eating well. I brought like my lunch into work the other day. I brought Aww. in like soup and I, being like bones of a toasty, and then I put the toasty together and made it in the toasty maker in the kitchen. Look at you go. Yeah. So I did all of that. Um. So yeah, I would say that I achieved my homework. I'm very happy with this. So what about you, Connor? What was your homework, and did you achieve it? Well, my homework last week was to maintain this reset of my life where I'm going to sessions, eating healthy, again, using these kind of this extra hour in a day and that little bit more sunshine to like fuel the serotonin, get that vitamin D up in me. I just, hi I feel like we should just clarify for the new hot girls listening, when you say go on the session, you're talking about playing your fiddle. Yes. Like it's a, a trad session. He's talking about yeah. playing oh, music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, apologies. As opposed to like licking his eyeballs at 5 a.m. in some <laughs> random kitchen. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, this is what it's all about I just want to reset my life after all the hecticness um, as Peter rightly put it there has to be a bit of you know wholesome a bit of kind of like balance in your life where you can get a bit radars but also like you can still get like the nice things but as long as there's like the bit of the equation is you know leveling out um and did I do that? Yes, I kind of did. I mean, this week's kind of been pretty hectic. But, I mean, even there, I went down to a student race day in Limerick. And still got up for your swim and your sauna in the morning. Yeah, I like, I made sure that I still got out for a little pint or two. But I didn't didn't want to go like absolute ripper at it. Because I said, frig it, like I'll actually want to get up in the morning and do some shit. Should we clarify that you were like running the race day? You're not being a creeper. <laughs> oh, yeah. With the students. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sorry for anybody that's actually listening being like, why? Why is Connor at a student race day? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a spin student race day which uh, basically we organise. Yeah. yeah, so um, that's why I was down kind of text girls, socials and bits and pieces like that at it. Fair, fair, fair. Um, yeah, so I think you've, you've done great. You had a very, very busy week. I but mean, you're looking to your happy, relaxed. The shoulders are down. The skin is glowing. You're still on the retinol journey. I am, honestly. I know. And speaking of hot journeys, Claire, what is one thing you're going to do this week to embody yaddy yaddy the hot girl energy? Well, the first thing I'm going to do is give you a round of applause because you got the line right first time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Connor, I think what I'm going to do is this week I got my metaphorical house in order. Uh Um, You know, ticked a lot of things off the to-do list. You know, important important things like booking my Beyonce flights. (laughs) Um, No, honestly, I'm absolutely thrilled. Like there was so much stuff that was just in that winter mental Mm. load and I just smashed through it in the Mm -hmm. chunks of extra sunlight. So what I would love to do for this week is to get my literal house in order so I want to do a spring clean I want to wash down the walls get ready mm-hmm. for painting um, I want to just continue on with the kind of the wardrobe purging mm-hmm. that sort of a thing and just get everything looking real cute and sparkly for summer oh gorgeous and oh my god I know it's going to be so fab and Connor that. tell us uh, what is one thing you're going to do this week to embody yaddy, yaddy, the hot girl energy well this is kind of softy um 
So um, the mister is actually coming back from his uh, three-week hiatus where I've <laughs> kind of been enjoying getting my life back in order. But uh, what I'm going to do to body Audi Audi, the hot girl Angie, is set aside uh, some time now, with, uh, now that I have my life in a nice bit of equilibrium um i'm gonna set aside some nights get a little bit radars do a little bit of cooking um but bc do really nice things for him because um he's just back in the country oh, you're gonna have some little dates yeah oh. um because historically i um love to just throw my hands i've got like yeah i'll go anywhere we'll do what we want to do um and so i'm gonna ca- take charge of the situation and be like you're jet lagged i'm gonna spoil you kind of thing yeah i kind of want to try oh that. look at you you're oh, absolutely oh. peeling your skin off oh. just admit it <laughs> i try to be a nice person that's my homework it's literally <laughs> My homework to be a nice just person. Just to be like a good boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify for I can't like wait Connor. till I feel it next week. <laughs> it's so funny. Like Connor is so smitten and you know the two of them are mad about each other and it's just the loveliest thing to see but because he's like a little Gemini witch he finds it hard to admit it sometimes. The way I'm like lasers cutting you you're across like, trying, You're like I'm, I'm gonna like claw your off, eyes out. I hate you. No, you like even me like I'm like twisting my hands and I don't like I it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So much, <laughs> but that is what I'm gonna try to do to body Audi, Audi, the hot girl Angie, because I think that's real hot girl shit to kind of do something nice for somebody else. Because now that I've treated myself, got my life in order, I can help out other people. And you know, if their life is a bit manic, I can you know do some nice things for them. Right? That's the cutest gosh darn thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I love you guys. I love your love. It's just so pure and wholesome. Oh, shut up. Oh, well, if you want to keep up with the wholesomeness, you may actually see some of it on our socials. What would those be, Claire? I can, just on the tip of my tongue, I can't hear them. So you can find us on Instagram at Real Hot Girl Pods. Where are, where are we going to just start posting on the TikTok? Oh, for fuck's sake, okay. We should, shouldn't we? That's my job. Like, yeah, so, you know, at Real Hot Girl Pod on TikTok as well. Maybe if enough people follow us, Connor will be ashamed into reposting the literal same content that we put on the Instagram. Maybe some exclusives. Do. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And um, you can also email us to get in touch. We love to hear from you at Real Hot Girl Pod. No, Real Hot Girl Pod at gmail.com. There we go. And also, can I just say... We have been meeting some real hot girls out in the wild. We have. Somebody said high rides to me on a work email the other day. <laughs> I nearly pissed my pants with joy. Um, and if you do see us out in the wild, like, come up and say high rides to us. And we'll say high rides back. And then we'll, like, make best friends with you. And then we'll so kiss. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, thank you so much for your support. It's been so lovely. And, you know, people getting in touch saying that they're introducing friends. Yeah. Uh, giving us feedback on... Um, things that they want us to talk about Um, Real Hot Girl Out in the Wild the other day told me that she would like to hear more about our age gap friendship because she finds it really interesting Oh yeah, so maybe that's a topic that we can do. I like in the that future. neither of us consider that ever. <laughs> I know, but you don't think about it. We're just here, like two pals having a lol. So yeah, like let us know what you want more of, what you want less of, unless it's less of me because that would make me sad. <laughs> or don't less worry. of him. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll never let those get through any of the messages. I'll delete them all in first sight. <laughs> oh, you're such a good friend. <laughs> 
Oh, God. Listen, on that note, it's been a beautiful evening, but we have some hot girl homework to attend to. We're going to make the most of this week. It's going to be stunning. We will be back with you next Wednesday, as always. We hope you have a gorgeous week. We love you so much. Thank you for being ridey and listening to us. Until next time, stay stay hot, girl. girl. Woo! (laughs) Meow.